evening. The world is coming to terms tonight with the death of music legend David Bowie. Rock legend David Bowie has died. An icon, a genius, a true original. David Bowie turned 69 years old just two days ago and recently released a new album. Look up here, I'm in heaven. Paying tribute to the one and only David Bowie. This is Nothing But Bowie on Radio Nova. Dee Woods and Marty Miller here as we look back for the next hour on the life and times of David Bowie. He just released his last album, which would become his actual last album on Friday as he turned 69 years old. This morning we woke up to the news that David Bowie has died. 26 albums later, 9 live albums, 46 compilation albums, 5 EPs and 111 singles. And a massive career that just turned this man into a rock icon. Over the next hour, we'll hear from some people who worked alongside David over his career and, of course, we'll play David Bowie.
This is Radio Nova. We're remembering David Bowie today as we hear about that news of his passing over the weekend. Between now and six, it's nothing but David Bowie playing on Radio Nova. And of course, responsible for giving Mott the Hoople that big, big hit, all the young dudes. Well, as we woke up today and heard that news about David Bowie, Dee always talks some sleaze. And, well, there was only one thing to talk about on that bit today. Yeah, a black star definitely hangs over the music world today with the news. David Bowie has died two days after just turning 69. He died peacefully last night, surrounded by family. Their statement says after a courageous 18-month battle with cancer. While many of you will share in his loss, we ask you respect the family's privacy during their time of grief. He is the top Twitter trend in the country and every country that's on Twitter in the world. His real name, David Robert Jones. He's been releasing hits from Space Oddity in the late 60s. There was that moment in 1972 on top of the pops when the world was switched on to him. And then he went through to Black Star just last Friday. That was his 25th and now we know last album. He's had just as many self-reinventions practically as he has had music out. Some controversial from Ziggy Stardust to Major Tom and the likes. I find that I'm a, a person who can take on the guises of, of different people that I meet. And I've always just seemed to collect personalities, ideas. I have a hodgepodge philosophy, which really is very minimal. No doubt, uh, the new album Black Star will now top the charts in tribute to David Bowie. He didn't get to do any promotion for it, of course. Unbelievable to think he was recording it while terminally ill. And he knew that uh, releasing an album definitely got harder as the years wore on. I'm eyes wide open and know that in this very tough marketplace you've got to sell the album. It's atrociously hard work. It's even harder when you're an older artist because you have to work things in a very different way. A lot of it becomes word of mouth. We were only giving away the album over the weekend on Nova. We were just talking on Friday about the new single Lazarus and the video was released and we were saying it was a bit freaky. It was mm. David Bowie in a hospital bed mm. with his eyes bandaged shut with buttons for eyes on the bandages. It, this is even freakier because now we now we know what David Bowie was going through. Have you realised the first lines of Lazarus, just what they mean? Have a listen. Look up here, I'm in heaven. I've got scars that can't be seen. Some people on Twitter saying he's currently jamming with Kurt Cobain, both of them doing Man Who Sold the World as we speak in that great gig in the sky. Uh, a man on Twitter, the last thing she's tweeted is uh, a bit of a quote, the struggle is real but so is God. David Bowie's first wife Angie is currently in the celebrity Big Brother house. He's going to have to have that news broken to her in there. His son Duncan Jones, who's also trending in Ireland, said very sorry and sad to say it's true. I'll be offline for a while. Love to all. A lot of people woke up thinking this was a hoax. It mm. has happened before with David Bowie. Unfortunately, it's very true. Um, a couple of nice t- tweets, though, to uh, mention. At Just Sweet Dean, I just came across this. If you're ever sad, just remember the world is four and a half billion years old. You somehow managed to exist at the same time as David Bowie, which is nice. Ricky Gervais just finished hosting the Golden Globe, says, I just lost a hero, RIP David Bowie, as many people have today. And our listener, Terry, deserves special mention at Radio Terry for saying, Grand Control has lost Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom Seven, six, command 
My goodness, what a great record. David Bowie, 
Space Oddity on Morning Glory on Radio Nova. As we remember David Bowie over the last couple of days with the rest of the world, that's no exaggeration. Did you know where he was when he was playing that song for the first time? This is really interesting. This is a bizarre story. We're joined on the phone here on Radio Nova's Morning Glory by Mary Finnegan. She's written a book called Psychedelic Suburbia, David Bowie and the Beckenham Arts Lab. So, the first impressions, I suppose, David Bowie knocks on your door in your house back in 1969. Was that the way of it? No, he didn't knock on my front door. He popped his head out of the window of the top floor flat when I was sitting in the garden down below. Right. And, and how did you react to seeing him for the first time? I was very interested in him because he was playing some very unusual music. And so I invited him down to come and have a cup of tea. And he did. And we talked well into the wee small hours and found that we had a lot in common and that there were many areas that he was um, interested in apart from music. Mm. And towards the end of a long evening, from somewhere, I don't know where, because I'd only just met him, I asked him if he'd like to become our lodger. And he <laughs> said, yes, please. This was your home and, and you had kids, your, your children living with you at the time. What was it about this broke guy who was hoping to make it one day why did you see such something special in him um i don't know it just was something very instinctive quite mysterious really when i look back on it i don't really know why i invited him into our lives but i'm certainly very grateful to have done so it was a marvelous time nine months of great excitement and lots of fun and lots of very interesting things happening mary We've just played Space Oddity on the radio. You heard that song entirely different to how we hear it on the radio and things now. He sits up at your kitchen table on a stool and he says, can I play you a new song? And it turns out to be Space Oddity. What on earth? (laughs) Well, yes, it was lovely. I mean, all this we see with hindsight now. Mm. At the time that it was happening, it didn't seem particularly unusual. I knew the song was very, very good indeed. And it was obvious, even in that very impromptu manner that it was played to me for the first time, that it had definitely hit potential. He obviously trusted you because he played you all his music, which was so personal to him. He wanted to hear what you thought of it. You got very close when you lived together, didn't you? Yes, we did. Very close indeed. As close as you can get with someone, uh, yeah, judging by yeah, your Yeah, we were reaction. lovers for yeah. a while. Uh, is there some Irish in you, Mary Finnegan? Um, no. <laughs> um, Finnegan is my first ex-husband. right Oh, <laughs> Ah, we were wondering. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I have been to Ireland and I do like it very much. Oh, that's good to know. Did you keep in touch with David after he moved out? No, the last time I saw him was in 1973 oh, when okay. he threw a party after a big Ziggy Stardust concert. Wow. And um, the party was coming to an end. He put his arm around my shoulder and walked me to the door. And as we said goodbye, he said, you're a wonderful woman, Mary Finnegan. I'll never forget you. I didn't see him again or speak to him. Oh, my since goodness. What lovely parting words, though. Wow. But just... lovely memories to have. We can read about them all in Psychedelic Suburbia, David Bowie and the Beckenham Arts Lab. Mary Finnegan, it's out now on Amazon. And thank you for joining us on Radio Nova. You're very welcome. And we're sorry for the loss of your friend David Bowie. I'm very sorry too. It's definitely, I've read five pages of the excerpt of that book just before we talked to Mary Finnegan there. And it's really interesting reading. Imagine David Bowie living in your house and all that comes with that. It's pretty much everything you can imagine. I don't think I've ever spoken to somebody who slept with David Bowie before. There you go. You just have.
You do something new every day. All right, this is nothing but Bowie on Radio Nova's Morning Glory. Radio Nova brings you nothing but Bowie. Paying tribute to the one and only David Bowie.
This is Radio Nova. It's a nod to Bowie. The Starman, unfortunately, has fallen. Wow. Wow, it's just an understatement. The absolute shock and disbelief still happening uh, around the world on social media. David Bowie, the top trend worldwide today. And thanks so much for all your texts, your tweets and your messages all day. Paul McKay says, we expect these legends to live forever. Hmm. Through their music, they definitely will. Turn it up, Nova. We're certainly doing just that now. Graham says, all the music icons are dying out. And it's it's, it's sad to say that, but there's, there's nobody like David Bowie. One of our listeners pointed out this morning... But haven't we been lucky to have lived and experienced and witnessed the greatness of David Bowie in our lifetimes? Yeah, the words so like, like genius, artist, yeah. uh, so fitting to describe this man, icon as well. They broke the mould. We this morning spoke on Radio Nova's Morning Glory with Stuart Clark from Hot Press, who has interviewed David Bowie, has met David Bowie and chatted with David Bowie. And we talked about the news that met us as we all woke up today. My goodness, um... First Lemmy, and yeah. of course the funeral online on, on Saturday, that That's was right. sad enough. And now another of my heroes, I mean, what a great guy. And, and there's a book about this, July the 6th, 1972, literally changed my life, seeing David Bowie and the Spiders from Mars on top of the Pops. Up until then, life had been in kind of black and white, to be honest. Suddenly it was like this wonderful colour, and I thought, wow, you can do anything you want to do. And um, in 1999, just across the road from here in the Clarence Hotel, I got to interview him. And he was everything I wanted him to be, such a warm-hearted guy. Just sort of walked in, hi, I'm David, and sat there <laughs> talking oh, music for half dark. an hour. Right. And, you know, he was so up-to-date with what was happening. He played a gig that night in what is now the Academy, but was then the Hot Press Hall of Fame, a very intimate show. And I was telling the story that this 16-year-old girl went to serve Mr. Bowie coffee, and he said, look, would you mind sitting down for a few minutes? And she was like, ugh. And he said, like, what bands do you listen to? What are the good groups in Dublin I should check out? And he made a list of the names she was mentioning. This was his sort of like sort of drum and bass phase, and he was fascinated by dance music. So throughout his career, he still wanted to be relevant. He knew what was going on, but he was himself. What do you think, you know, is going through the minds of fans and stuff today? The, the family, the fans, um, the extended family, if you like, of the fans right across the world. I'd say some people will be in tears. I'm finding it really difficult. The guy meant a hell of a lot to me. What I just did quickly was to look at the back catalogue, you know, and it's the sheer weight of material. One of the things nowadays, you know yourself, there's a big uh, razzmatazz around an album. An album comes out every two or three years. Within 17 months, he released Ziggy Stardust, Aladdin Sane, and Diamond Dogs. God, Aladdin Sane is one of my favourite albums. I love it. Unbelievable records. Done that quickly. I suppose there weren't the lucrative tours of the Far East back in those days. You had more time to write. But the guy just, it was the quality control. There's one or two wrong turns down through the years. You know, I didn't like his drum and bass thing, but he did it. He gave a damn and tried it. But if you look at the weight of the work, and a bit like Johnny Cash, um, he's come back the last two or three albums and really firmly nailed his legend back up there. You know, he had one or two albums, you thought, "Mm, yeah, fair enough, one or two songs. But the last two albums have been absolutely indispensable. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that he's died at the very top of his game, there, there's something there to get a little bit of solace from. Stuart, for people who weren't necessarily massive David Bowie fans, how different would the music landscape have been without him? Well, it's always difficult to say that somebody triggered things, but I mean, you, you talk to many of the punk rockers and the people on the peripheries in, you know, from the 1976 explosion, and Bowie was a real sort of uh, touchstone for them. There's a band in Belfast called Rudy who took their name you know, from one of his songs. Um, I, I just think he is, I mean, people like Madonna, there's huge amounts of Bowie and Madonna and Lady Gaga. The reinvention thing is, is the most obvious. Mm. But I, I think, you know, Madonna would have studied how Bowie 
sort of went through the 70s and into the 80s and, and has lifted quite a bit from him. Un- unashamedly, and she's done it well. But Gaga in particular is a real living embodiment of, of Bowie's kind of theatrics. Stuart Clark of Hot Press on David Bowie as we play Nothing But Bowie on Radio Nova. Still to come, we're chatting to journalist Eamon Carr about the time he met Bowie and Jerry Leonard, the Irish man, by his side for 10 years.
Nothing but Bowie playing on Radio Nova. Marty Miller, D. Woods here. Remembering a true musical genius. Nothing but Bowie on Radio Nova. As the world continues to mourn the loss of David Bowie, that's no exaggeration. Every single newspaper has mm-hmm. multiple pages of Bowie stuff, don't they, today? I don't think you can buy flowers anymore across the water. Every single bunch of flowers available in England seems in to Brixton. be lying in Brixton. Right. After a, a bit of a street party's been happening and tribute and memorial mm-hmm. uh, there overnight. And it's not Bad the only pictures. It's not the only place where the flowers have been building and building and building. Lafayette Street in Soho in New York, outside David Bowie's building there, mm. which is right around the corner from the big Clear Channel radio station buildings, right? Where our friend Jim Kerr works. And Jim has been on the radio in New York alone, not just at Q1043, but on various stations for 40 years, mm-hmm. right? So he has seen some people come and go. Q1043 is like the Nova of New York. I guess. It's, it's the rock, rock station yeah. and they get massive guests in the door. So late last night, we got Jim on the phone and we decided to see what the feeling was like just around the corner from... David Bowie's apartment and what New York is feeling as Jim broke that news to his listeners yesterday. Well, there's a, there's a great sense of loss and a feeling that we have lost one of the real giants. You know, um, people like David Bowie, uh, they don't come around very often. I mean, how many people uh, uh, have uh, the foreign ministry of a nation issue a release when when somebody uh, when when uh, an artist passes uh, giving them personal credit for helping to liberate uh, millions of people who lived under communism German Foreign Office released this a statement uh, and it read goodbye David Bowie you are now among heroes thank you for helping to bring down the wall Wow! and that was a reference to uh, Bowie's 1987 open-air concert in West Berlin, and the stage was adjacent to the Berlin Wall. There were tens of thousands of East Germans on the other side of the wall who couldn't see him, but they could hear him. Mm -hmm. And so they were there listening to his show, singing along, uh, and David Bowie uh, addressed them, the East Germans on the other side of the wall, in German before performing the song Heroes. Wow. Uh, and uh, it received a very emotional response. Uh, and it was just a couple of weeks later when uh, President Reagan famously said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this mm. wall. Mm. See, it's things like this, Jim, that makes our jobs very difficult because you just can't condense everything he did in all those decades. He was just... Absolute giant. Did you know he designed wallpaper? We learned that this morning. <laughs> no, that, that one's new. I know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just unbelievable. You know what I was thinking about you when we sort of said we'd give you a call. You've been on the air in New York for 40-odd years, right? You, you were on the radio when John Lennon died. Yes. Does this feel as big? Okay, now take the the horror of Lennon out of it, but the loss well, yeah, of you Lennon... Can't, you can't take the, the horror out of it. I mean, you know, John Lennon was shot down on, on the street in front of his in front of his home uh, while he was walking with his wife. I mean, it, it, that, I mean, that was extremely shocking. This, it, uh, it's painful, it's sad, we're going to miss him, but he's a 69-year-old who, yeah. who uh, uh, passed away surrounded by loved ones, mm-hmm. 
uh, of natural causes, and, and so obviously the reaction is quite different from a 40-year-old uh, gunned down on the street. Okay, well then come back to some of the other rock stars who we've lost in recent years. When you've announced those on the air, does this feel bigger than all of those? Um, yes. What are his peers thinking right now? What's Mick Jagger thinking about David Bowie right now, do you think? Well, you know, they were very good friends, and he probably has a lot of, uh, you know, personal memories that we're not privy to that he can, uh, that he can uh, remember and uh, share those memories with his friends. But, you know, his peers, because they were so few, uh, must have the awareness that there is one less among them today. Jim Kerr from radio station Q1043 in New York City. Um, the day that he had to give the news to his listeners, like we did yesterday, mm-hmm. to you, that David Bowie had died. They woke up with the shock, same same as we did. And there is definitely a feeling on, judging by your comments on our Facebook page, on Twitter and, and text and the like, and Jim was saying the same thing about his listeners, that we're, there's a bit of a fear that the better musicians are starting to shift up to the sky, mm. not down here. So we just have to keep their music alive. And it's what we're doing here at Radio Nova. Yeah. i 
This is Radio Nova with a special nod to the Starman today, David Bowie, Sorrow. We did not think when we got his album out on Friday we'd be remembering him so quickly, just a couple of days later after he turned 69. Thanks so much for all your f- fantastic messages and there's some lovely words being put on our Facebook page, Radio Nova 100. Finola says, such a great loss to the music world. He was a musical genius, absolutely. Angela Gallagher, very sad. Another legend lost to this awful disease, RAP. We didn't know this, but he'd been battling cancer for 18 months. And Peter Garrity, what a lovely line. Planet Earth is blue, RIP David Bowie. We spoke on the phone with Eamon Carr, who of course was the drummer with Horse Lips back in the day. He is a journalist now with the Independent Group. In fact, he's written a review of Bowie's new album in Friday's Herald, and mm. today he's writing about the loss of David Bowie. I remember being in a hotel room in Toronto. It possibly was 74. I'm sort of chilling out, and uh, as you do, and... Um, I'm watching Soul Train, I think it was, on, on American TV, which was beamed over the border. And the next thing is, up pops David Bowie. And I was, I have to say, I was astonished. Uh, he was wearing a, a, a loose-fitting shirt. He had a baggy trousers and, and braces. And he was, he, was, he was carrying a, what looked like a slender walking stick, or indeed... <laughs> A, a, um, a, a riding crop. Right. And he'd had a haircut. It was soul music. And of course, we, 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 I wasn't ready for, you know, I wasn't no. ready for this. Another change. Yes. And it was, it was, um, it was an epiphany, if you like. Um, because I suddenly went, hang on, he's got a band here. He's got a soul band. And he was using, he'd, rec- he'd been recording in Philadelphia, which of course was the Gamble and Huff. And, and all of those great sort of, you know, Philly disco sounds had, were, were, were sort of happening. But we had gone down there. He had recorded down there. And, and he had kept it relatively quiet, I think. And this was, this was like, his, if you like, coming out. And it was so convincing. It was astonishing. I mean, it was just so incredibly clever. Um, but he, he wore all that, you know if you like, genius, very lightly as well. And in fact, actually, he designed wallpaper. Did you know that? You no. never knew that. Yeah, yeah. He designed wallpaper. And not early on, by the way. I mean, he designed, he designed wallpaper, I think, in the 90s. Eamon, um, when can we read your piece in the papers? It should be in the Herald today. I mean, the, 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 the second edition of the Herald. That's only a short piece, but, you know, but okay. it, it's just, I mean, look, uh, look. it's a shock to everybody <laughs> because he, he, his work is... is, is you know, he's one of the major artists. I mean, I mean, obviously everybody knows this. I don't need me be telling you this, but I mean, he is truly one of the, the great, the great figures. I mean, you know, you would have had Lennon, you would have had uh, had Bob Dylan, obviously, um, and. and but Bowie is, you know, he's one of the triumvirate, you know. He's one of the great voices. Do you think down the line we'll be asking that question, do you remember where you were when David Bowie died? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, totally. Absolutely. I mean, but... But it, it's uncanny, isn't it? I mean, all of us. I mean, his the release of the the album, mm. his birthday, you the, know, the, the name of the song, Lazarus, it's, and then nobody knew. Yeah. Do you think he knew to hang on till then? That's what we're wondering in the office today. To hang on till the album's release. Yeah, but you, 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 you'd almost think that. But then mm. you'd almost wonder as well. When did he die? I mean, yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other. I know, that, that, I, look, yeah. I, you can just imagine there's going to be conspiracy theories. Big time.
This is Radio Nova. We're remembering David Bowie on the day the Starman fell from the sky. So sad, so much reflection going on on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Radio Nova 100. David Bowie was a genius, but surely he cannot perform a Lazarus. That is the first single from the new album, Lazarus, the album called Black Star on Nova. This is nothing but Bowie on Radio Nova with Dee Woods and Marty Miller. I think it's fair to say, Marty, we don't really want to be here doing this. This Mm. is a remembrance for David Bowie. It's just unbelievable. What about his family? What about his friends? Mm. What about his former musical director who woke up with the news today that his former boss, David Bowie, had died. We're talking about Irishman Jerry Leonard. I, 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 it was almost like I couldn't take it in, you know. Um, the odd thing is, uh, we just did this, I just took part of this Dublin Bowie Festival over the weekend, mm. and I played a solo show last night, and I played Loving the Alien, which was a song that I did with him in Carnegie Hall, and yeah. we ended up doing it as a duo every night on the tour and it's you know it's such a poignant song and then uh we were, of course we were kind of celebrating david's release of his new record and um in the, and and literally last night i went to bed about two o'clock after all the revelries had gone on and everybody was in such everybody's so happy yeah you know and uh, to hear the news this morning was it was just uh, i'm still kind of reeling from it you know what do you think of david's new record it's you know it's beautiful I think it's really beautiful. I think he continue he has continued to make these great artistic statements and to uh to make something that's really really uh lasting and uh important and uh it's it's very deep and it's dense and it's like there's there's I know I'm going to be listening to it for for years to come and still finding other layers to it so it's a beautiful record. Jerry, when was the last time you saw and spoke with David? The last time I saw him in person was at Tony Visconti's uh, 70th birthday. I hope that doesn't sound like a name-dropping thing, but Tony, uh, I, I've gotten to know Tony through David, and they were having a celebration for Tony, and, he, and uh, Tony's son asked me to come and play part of the house band, and David came to the concert. My goodness. And it was great to see him, and he looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he talked to me about this new project briefly, that he was going to do something else. And, you know, uh, I understood, you know, that he was going to do that. We, I, I emailed him just recently. We had a nice exchange where I congratulated him on the new record. And he said he was really happy with, with uh, the way everything sounded. And, you know, he got right back. And he was, I think, you know, in a weird way, uh, he, was, he was very happy to hear that I liked the record, you know. Um, uh, so he's... He's very much connected to his work and he's very proud of his work. I think after all the shock and disbelief messages we've been getting this morning, another thing that's kind of come up is how lucky we are to have had David Bowie in our lives and for, well, should have been longer, but for a few decades. What would music have been like without him? Well, you know, it's, it's, that's a really good point. I mean, I think he, he's elevated music to uh, an art form mm. and, and he's forged the way uh, it's almost like David could see everything in slow motion, the way a Zen master could, or mm-hmm. something, and and was able to see the trends and and uh, you know uh, be the zeitgeist, but also like to be at the you know he he didn't stay too long at the party. He moved on to the yeah. next party. Right. I, I'm the guy who stays too long at the party. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm finally starting to learn that in my fifties here, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, he was already had moved on. He he uh, he forged the way for us, and he pushed the boundaries. Uh, I hope that doesn't sound too cliche, but I do think that he elevated 
music to this uh, high art form and showed us that it could be this. It doesn't just have to be, uh, you know, a pop song about uh, breaking up with your girlfriend mm -hmm. or, you know, the cat sat on the mat, hey, I made a rhyme and I've put a backbeat to it and it's suddenly we have a pop song. Sure, there's music for all occasions, but he made uh, music that uh, has an enduring, uh, became part of the fabric of people's lives. And you can, you can, you can feel the resonance of it this morning. It's a god awful small affair to the girl with the mousy hair. But her mummy is yelling no, and her daddy has told her to go. But her friend is nowhere to be seen. Now she walks through her sunken dream. To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a saddening ball For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on Saints fighting in the dance hall
the great Rick Wakeman playing piano on that song. Wonderful. David Bowie, Life on Mars. Still reeling from the news that David Bowie isn't on this planet anymore as we talk about planets. We lost him last night at the age of 69 and just after releasing his brand new album Black Star. Uh, There's so much more to talk about. There's so much more to say. There's so much more music. We just couldn't fit it all into the last hour. There's so much conspiracy now starting around David Bowie's death. How long has David Bowie been dead? Look, I don't think we'll ever know. It's a question for another day, I think. Definitely. But if you want to listen back to any of those interviews uh, or you want to read more about David Bowie, we can certainly do so on our website. We're on nova.ie. This is Marty Miller. That there is Dee Woods. We're back in tomorrow morning from 6am on Morning Glory. The tribute continues now online. Read more coverage and reaction to the passing of David Bowie right now at nova.ie. Radio. Radio. Nova.